Agency chief financial officers used to focus on crunching numbers, but with a rise in emerging technology and data analytics, the majority of government CFOs say their jobs are changing. That's according to the latest CFO survey from Grant Thornton. Jim Taylor is a former CFO at the Labor Department, now a managing director of Grant Thornton's global public sector. He tells Federal News Network's Jory Heckman what trends CFOs are seeing. What CFOs are saying is that disruption is is the norm now. This is our new reality. And it's not just innovation. It's just because we have something that we're used to dealing with in many respects. We have it more now than we've ever had, and that is budget uncertainty. I've worked at departments like Department of Labor, which had never received a budget on October 1st for 14, 15 years. Now that's become the norm. You know, you're doing continuing resolutions. You're doing, unfortunately, you're doing some shutdowns. Hopefully we'll avoid those going forward. And they're very disruptive. On top of that, you've got the need to innovate in order to meet the requirements of leadership. And what we found in this survey was the thing that CFOs are calling for is getting data and evidence to inform decision making. And that's what the leadership is demanding. And and in fact, the survey results came in before the uh, act was passed on this, which is the uh, Foundations for Evidence-Based Policymaking. That act hadn't passed yet. And it wasn't generally that known, but but the same issues are out there in the community that the Congress was concerned about. That, okay, you need information, you need data, you need research in order to make sound decisions. We need to provide that. How do I do that? And so what we saw in this survey was that while more than half of those polled, that's CFOs and others in the CFO community, more than half of those said that the role of the CFOs should be analytic and strategic. However, those very same people said the staff that's there at the CFO offices now are by far transactional and they're compliance oriented. They really don't have the tools or the skills to do the analytics side of it. And that's the struggle that they're going through now. When we ask CFOs, what is the biggest concern you have? It's always human resources. 23 years of surveys, always human resources. They fine-tune some of the other things, but it's always human resources. And now it's more critical than ever because you're not going to get more money if you're a CFO, but yet you've got to find a way to get the analytics done. You've got to get a way to pull together the information. And as one CFO told us 10 years ago, it was all about getting clean opinions. Now it's all about getting data and doing analytics. And that transition hasn't occurred. And another CFO mentioned that she was less concerned about data, but more concerned about using data, not just financial data, but data from everywhere, and putting that in a format that leadership could use. That's what really the demand is. So the other part of that equation is, do you have the tools? And the most important thing that they said they're using now are data visualization. It's not really getting data. It's literally trying to have useful ways to present the information. That seems simple. On the face of it, you say, okay, well, anybody could do a chart. That's not how data visualization works. It's, it's to inform leadership that this financial information, this other information, this is what it really means. And those techniques are critical. And they are in the private sector and they are in the public sector. And, and CFOs are saying that that's number one. That's the number one tool they need. Shared services is another tool, both internal and external shared services, because they need to free up resources, take those people that are doing the routine processing of invoices and travel vouchers and get them either trained or get them doing other things, get people in that can really do the analytics side of it. Right. And you touched on something that I think is very important, the the Foundations for Evidence-Based Policymaking Act, and certainly your colleague Robert Shea with his uh, his time on the commission that fed into that bill, now law, really touches on something that's a pretty landmark piece of legislation for a lot of different people in, in various C-suite 
positions, not just the the CFOs, but as well as the CIOs and now the the CDOs, uh, the chief data officers that will be coming in. And so my question for you, and and based on the the feedback that you're getting from the CFO community, what are you hearing are some of the biggest challenges in getting that good, reliable data to feed into decisions going forward? I don't think it's a data problem. It's a matter of how to manipulate the data, how to present the data, how to manipulate it, how to utilize the data. We're swamped with data, but it's so much data that you don't have the ability to really utilize it in an effective way sometimes. And combining that data, combining that data with financial data, with programmatic data, with procurement data, HR data, you know, all that information, pull it in order to pull that together. You know, ERP systems don't yet do that. They help you report concisely. They don't help you transform that data and information. That's really the critical part. So when I was a CFO, I thought I was something special because I put a PDF file up on the website that had our financial statements on it. That doesn't make it anymore. You know, now, you know, people want to be able to manipulate it, look at it, combine it with other things and do some projections and trend analysis and things like that. And that's what we have to move towards. And, you know, I had little control over data outside my system. You had procurement data that was being posted. I would get calls from the Hill asking me what it meant because they would use a, a, a term that we use in accounting or financial budgeting. And I would have no idea what that data was because I'd never seen it before. And so getting it together and not just controlling it, but getting it together so that it's meaningful because you're using all the same terms, you're using it all, all the same approaches. It's going through the same system and everybody's speaking from the same sheet of music. The fact that we have all these different members of the, of the C-suite now, you know, all these CXOs, it makes it even more complicated because everybody by and large has had their own systems, their own information, and they're presenting it to the undersecretary, the deputy secretary, the secretary, you know, sometimes separately. And I think now departments are realizing you've got to pull that together. And that chief data officer, that's the role, to try to pull this information together. You're making a decision. Number one, you've got to be able to pull it together in a way that people can utilize it. But number two, it's got to be publicly available. We made a programmatic decision, and we're going to tell you how we got there. How did we get from A to B? What made us decide to get rid of this program and say it's not effective? What made us decide to increase the program and saying it is effective and can be more effective? People don't realize how important that act was. I mean, of course, Robert Shea reminds me constantly. But besides that, I think even as someone who was not only a CFO but an IG, I recognize that this is a critical mass kind of move. It's going to have a lot of changes down the line for years to come. Certainly with everything that we've been saying going forward, the CFO community will need to have data literacy skills going forward, being able to read and interpret this data as it's coming in. But where else are you hearing in the next five years, in the next 10 years, so on and so forth, where are you hearing that there are these skill gaps that the CFO offices will need to fill going forward? You know, data analytics is what they need now. They're going to need going forward. And we're going to have to have a real grip on how our processes work. And it sounds very mundane, but the very basic level, CFOs have to understand how their work processes are laid out and all the details of it. And I, and I say that because we're doing RPA efforts in our organization. A lot of other companies are. We're helping clients with RPA. And in order to do that, you have to really understand the process in great detail. And what's happening is the number one concern that CFOs expressed in the 2018 survey was turnover. And number two was the hiring and the skills. Those two went together. But the turnover is there because they're leaving and they're not really transmitting their information to their successors. I know how to do my step, but I don't know how the whole process works. And, you know, so, and, and it takes effort to document. It takes time, it takes resources. And so when you start doing a process like migrating to a new financial system or doing RPA, that's when you realize sometimes too late that you really haven't documented it well. So you start there. That's key. And then they 
need the skills to be able to take that information and identify what it is that can change, what can we automate, how can we do these things better. And then when RPA comes in, you, you always with RPA, you, you go in and you automate the simplest things first. I mean, it's not, there's nothing complicated. It's not artificial intelligence. It's purely, you know, just taking the most mundane part of the process, automate that, and then let the live human do things that are going to add more value down the line and that, not get wrapped up in trying to move a piece of paper from A to B. So that's the beginning of it. But going forward, it's all about the analytics. It's about how to look at information and try to identify creative ways to utilize it and how to pull information from other places together and how to interpret it. I mean, those are the skills that were needed. That's Jim Taylor, former CFO at the Labor Department and now a managing director of Grant Thornton's global public sector, talking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. You can subscribe to the Federal Drive on Apple Podcasts or Podcast One to hear this interview anytime. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.